So before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that my signature four-week menu plan program waitlist is open now. The program is designed to teach you how to plan a flexible, sustainable menu for the week. You guys, this is about getting ahead of your week with delicious, healthy meals that make you feel great with zero stress. It is about quality of life. I'll teach you how to reduce food waste, grocery shop with a plan, save time each day, and build out your toolbox of recipes that you can riff from and go back to again and again. If you'd like to learn more, click on the link in the description notes or drop me an email in my website, foodiewithalife.com. All right, now let's get into it. This podcast episode is sponsored by the Seasonal Recipe Bundle, an exciting offer I've put together for you in 2022. It's all about knowing what foods are in season and having simple recipes that help guide you into each season feeling fantastic and inspired. Each bundle is a mix of breakfast, lunch, dinner, veggie side, and snack recipes that are simple, healthy, and super delicious. Subscribe today by clicking on the link in episode notes or on foodiewithalife.com in the shop. And thanks. Hey everyone, I'm super excited because I have a special guest today, my friend Erin. So Erin is a middle school special education teacher and in her words, a wannabe foodie, although I think a proper foodie. She is a Chihuahua dog mom to Sammy and Simon. You can follow their escapades, which includes mostly napping, at Punk Rock Pinchers on Instagram. When she isn't molding the minds of the future leaders of America, Erin is checking out all the local spots on the Kitsap Peninsula with her partner Jake, or trying out a new recipe, but mostly not following the instructions. Say lovey. I'm super excited to get into this conversation. This is a fun one. Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let me preface. So Erin and I go way, way back because <laughs> we went to high school together, which is amazing. And so um, long ago. So long ago, but doesn't feel that way and, mm -hmm. until you meet a high schooler. Mm -hmm. You work with kids, so you're like, yeah, I, yeah, I nine million day. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> not me. I'm like, I'm still 24. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so yeah, so Aaron and I worked together in high school, and then, or we we went to high school together, and then we also worked together at Red Mill mm -hmm. in the like OG. That yeah. was that was fun. It was so fun, actually. I don't know what, how they let us get, get away with listening to Tupac and the Isley Brothers so loud, but it was oh, a yeah. The Pointer Sisters? Oh, all day. All yeah. day. Mm -hmm. um, so now Erin lives with her boyfriend on the Kitsap Peninsula, and she reached out to me recently asking some questions about how to menu plan with her partner, Jake who also loves to cook and they're having some friction in the kitchen because they both <laughs> friction in the kitchen. Yeah. I feel like that's the, that's the name of the Not game. Not the good kind. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so, yeah, she asked, reached out like kind of, how do we do this? So that's what today's calls about. And then we'll like, see where it goes. So Aaron, tell me, tell me about the flow of cooking in a typical week for you and Jake. So on Sundays we go grocery shopping. Do or do and not? we do. Okay. So on Sunday we go grocery shopping 
and uh, there aren't the there aren't a lot of options here in Port Orchard. So we end up going to one store for like meat and another store for produce because that's how it has to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a store that we go to, we get produce and it's all dead and gross within like a couple of days, but they have horrible meat. So we have to go to two different stores. So we have, we already, we always have like, this is what our protein is going to be for the week. And then some kind of basic ideas around what Jake wants to make. Okay. And he, like his love language is food. Okay. He likes to cook and he likes to cook kind of iterations of the same sort of thing that he's good at, but change it up a little, like maybe a different side vegetable or, but a lot of times it's pasta or pork or, you know, and then he'll mix, mix it up with like whatever the grain is going to be. Mm -hmm. And so we run into these issues of him having these grandiose ideas of what he's going to do for the week and we buy the stuff for it. And then it just sits in the fridge and it doesn't make it to the next step. Or we buy a bunch of pork and then half of it's frozen. So then it's Wednesday and it's not unfrozen now. And so then we just end up going out. Oh, and so there's yeah. a lot of, um, it feels like food waste and also just expensive going out all the time because we have these things that are frozen that aren't getting used mm -hmm. and then we'll forget about them. And then it's like, oh, that's not looking so hot. Um, and then also just the amount of food that is cooked sometimes isn't realistic to make it be a leftover for two people. It's like, it's too much. So then after like day three, you're done mm -hmm. with the pork. Like, I don't want like any I, more I pork eat ever. Anymore. Yeah, I don't want to see yeah. that anymore ever again. But we have enough so for another are, three people but, to have dinner. Yeah, I could invite over the neighbors, you know. So that's kind of the struggle with that. Got it. Yeah. And so do you guys menu plan most weeks or are there weeks where you just don't plan ahead? There are weeks that we don't and we end up just buying like, I call it garbage people food. Yeah. where we just you know we kind of just have like chicken nuggets or like whatever we can pop in the air fryer um frozen pizza and things like that but we generally try to have like some sort of a list when we're going to the grocery store it's just that it's this list for things out of like an anthony bourdain cookbook and that's not the reality of our skill set or our lifestyle totally um totally but jake so it's like so this is tricky i mean not tricky but i think so we kind of run into this in our house too because i'm the utility cook like if you need to eat monday through friday i'm i'm your gal but if there's like some wildly elaborate 22 million step recipe that will take half a day i i am not interested i would much rather go out and have someone mm -hmm. else do that but eddie my husband would love to spend four hours in the kitchen just marinating in all the steps and processes. 
but if but like <laughs> to give you an example so one one time i had we didn't know it but i had either food poisoning or norovirus or something it was the day after my birthday and it was t- terrible and i'm on the couch and you're like i was so nauseous and it was just like i don't know what this is but i'm you know trying not to be sick and oh my god i kind of want to die and eddie is in the kitchen of our tiny apartment making stock like roasting beef bones and vegetables and making stock and i'm just like on the couch trying not to kill myself and and so he like spends hours making all of the stock and and then we have no food for the week mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it was like you cooked for hours you know once i and like, now we have some broth we have broth which was like uh, is this the this was it like you cooked for hours and this was it you know and he was like but we have mm-hmm. broth you know so you know same with eddie like i gotta reel him back because yeah ideas are this big you know same like he'll go to the if he goes to the grocery store he'll buy way too much meat he'll buy way too much food because he's not used to cooking for us really like feeding us and then it comes down to like you know halfway through the week and he's also over the leftovers and he wants to move on and like go out or do something different and i'm like we have dinner for six like what what are we doing here you know so the food waste yeah super tricky it sounds like Jake's cooking style is more elaborate and yours is more like of a get it done mm-hmm. utility, like thinking like kind of strategic. Right. I mean, I cook a lot of like casseroles and soup mm-hmm. and um, like I'll make a huge thing of fried rice or um, things like that. And then he's more of like a process, I guess a process cook, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of this like, he's got that new American kind of vibe going with, a, but I would say he like leans kind of towards the, the French side of things because everything is like in butter and needs to like cook down for very long periods of time. And right. You know, like, and like, I was hungry three hours ago. You would like to pour this can of condensed soup into a casserole dish and be done. <laughs> I'm ready to eat now. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, so my my thought on that initially is like, what if Jake picked a day or two to cook out of the week? And maybe it's a day like Eddie w- Eddie's kind of in control on a Saturday. Like if he mm-hmm. wants to have a special dinner, it's all him and he gets to own the whole thing. I'm happy to buy the ingredients maybe earlier in the week if I have flexibility in my schedule. But like, he owns the whole thing unless he needs help and he needs to tell me in advance you know and so maybe like instead of being like you know i don't want you to cook because that's because that like kills his soul right he loves to Mm -hmm. do this Mm -hmm. you know having him pick a day and go like dude make whatever you want like i'm down this is yours have fun like if you want to spend four hours you know making a super fancy sauce and you know with all the things like sure go for it and right you know he kind of feels like don't mind if i do you know like i got the i got the vision i'm gonna do the thing but you know i think also like cutting a recipe in half sounds like it would probably serve you guys right he doesn't really use recipes i think is the other problem oh interesting (laughs) he just he like just gets like he'll read like a 
couple of recipes and like maybe watch a couple YouTube videos and then he just off he goes and yeah which is like a great skill is yeah it's and incredible I mean, he, like he knows how to cook like that's yeah that's, a, that's pretty special yeah and then we'll and I guess the uh, like the downside to that is like he takes so much pride in how like plating like a beautiful thing that if it gets a little bit burnt or you know like then it's the you know it's so ugly I don't want to like oh I burned it it's overcooked and so there's then there that goes into the food waste too or if it's like I can't eat this oh no I will gladly eat it yeah I will be eating (laughs) it but yeah well I think like I think starting with having him pick a day or even Mm -hmm. two you know like whatever works for you guys so that he feels like he gets to own some of the days of cooking and he still gets to let his light shine. When you say like, this is too much food for us, is he receptive to that? Yeah. And he'll go, oh, I know. <laughs> but, I, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but I need to make that much of it to make, you know. No, I think that that's like, just be like, hey, this is like kind of a lot of food. And day three of it, is still as delicious as day one but I'm sick of it yeah I need I need a break totally yeah um tell me what success would look like for you if like a a blending of a Jake Aaron scenario for your week um I think that he's like really good at making kind of like sides that have a lot of depth to them Mm -hmm. and so for me I think it would be if in the fridge there were things that I could like put together for lunch that weren't this, you know, if it was like we had some potatoes or some rice or some this and like different proteins and mix it all together to make a different lunch where it started out as one meal. Mm -hmm. Like even if it was three, you know, three different days of like kind of a fancy meal that there's enough leftovers that you can mix and match the items so that it's not so repetitive every day. Totally. Yeah. Kind of like a la carte it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the tricks around that, and I always mention this um, to clients when I'm working with them for menu plan coaching is picking one or two cuisines for the week. So you don't have Mexican, Chinese, and French. And you're trying to mm-hmm. lace them together going this just it's not working and I feel kind of weird. So yeah. picking kind of general areas just for the week and then maybe the next week, you know, you go Asian and maybe the week after that you go Indian or whatever. And it doesn't have to be like a hard and fast rule, but um, two cuisines is probably enough, you know, for like a couple, you know, Monday through Friday. I mean, mm-hmm. you can only eat so much food in a week, surprisingly, like less than. <laughs> less than they think <laughs> right um but you know that might also help you kind of have a direction a little bit when you're writing your menu for the week mm-hmm. and then you know how how do you think he would feel ta- if you said like I'm gonna make a casserole and a soup can you make us two or three different side dishes you you own that for the week and then for, and then that'll give us enough yeah I think that that 
gives him enough freedom to like experiment Mm -hmm. and then you know also get to do what he likes to do which is cook (laughs) totally and also i mean you you want him to cook right i mean you don't want to be doing Mm -hmm. all this by yourself that's a huge Mm -hmm. huge lift no i do not want to do it by myself (laughs) yeah i mean i always think like if you have a partner who wants to cook let them go but you know find the right balance for you guys so that you don't feel like this isn't working which sucks i mean you right. don't want, like you don't yeah. want to be there mm-hmm. yeah um do you have any and then so like what do you think about that do you think that how do you think that feels i think that that is a good like immediate like mid-road you know mm-hmm. like not being like you don't get to cook anymore because but also like I'm gonna do this and this is your like it's it's a box but it's not a small box totally do you guys put your menu on your fridge do you post it um sometimes normally it's we have like a notes on our iPhone that is like the shared grocery list and at the top it'll have what the ideas were for the week and then it has like the grocery list under it oh smart and so you guys can both just reference it whenever like if someone yeah. late or whatever the other person can just pick it up mm-hmm. cool that's great and you guys it sounds like you guys shop grocery shop with a plan mm-hmm. cool and you Most plan, of the time. yeah <laughs> as much as we can you know yeah um, okay. Awesome. And then tell me about if you guys have any dietary restrictions or anything going on that you're trying to like work around. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the, like when I'm, you know, I listened to your podcast and I've been to some of your cooking classes and a lot of the stuff to add, like the flavor bombs mm-hmm. are seeds and nuts and like corn, <laughs> which are all things I can't have. <laughs> Yeah. And so um, I know I asked in the cooking class and you had recommended uh, like pickled shallot and uh, preserved lemon, but just kind of more things along those lines of like things that you can add that aren't part, you know, that aren't a huge element, but you can also just have on hand to kind of toss in to get a little extra flavor. Totally. So, and so what you can't eat is nuts, seeds, and like corn and corn things that are like pebble size. That's so funny. Okay. So fresh herbs, fresh herbs will go a long way and they're really flexible since like, you know, basil can go to a bunch of different cuisines. I actually just saw this thing on Instagram from, oh my gosh, what's her name? I think the ministry of curry. Uh, it's this like lovely Indian woman and she talks about how to save cilantro. So she, I I mean, this like kind of blew my mind. So she puts it in a Tupperware container. She puts Mm -hmm. a piece of paper. So she puts a piece of paper towel down, spreads out the cilantro, like stems and all puts it in the Tupperware container, puts a egg, a raw egg shell, like the regular egg in the center another paper towel and then puts the lid on the Tupperware container and the she said the the shell of the egg is porous and it soaks in any of the moisture in the container and she said your cilantro will last weeks so is the egg still in the shell or does she like 
Nope. Okay, it's like so it's taking a, it's a raw egg, but still in the shell and you're just placing it in there. Yep. That's crazy. I know. I haven't tried it. I just saw it like last night. Yeah. We bought this like crazy Amazon contraption for like $15, but it works really well too. And it's like a tube and it has just a little tiny bit of water in the bottom, mm-hmm. but it like locks, like the top of it comes up and it kind of, yeah, it like locks it in there, but it's just enough water and like just lets enough air in that the, like our parsley is in there right now and it'll stay for like three weeks. Amazing. Yeah. I think I've had really good luck with parsley and cilantro actually just putting it in a glass with a little bit of water at the bottom and putting it in our Mm -hmm. fridge. Um, I like basil for me would like dies in that scenario. And so does mint. I have to keep it in the Mm -hmm. like little clamshells. The only time I can really let those last longer is if I put them in paper towel and put them in a container, they'll do better. But sometimes it's like, I'm only going to have this for a few days. I'm not really going to invest like too much time, but having like a parsley um, or a cilantro kind of at the ready in your fridge, like herbs are a great way, great way to add flavor. Also acid. So um, lemon, lime, orange, um, any of the zest for those adds a different layer of flavor, which would be nice. And it's pretty easy, especially if you have a little microplane, you have a microplane. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, you're like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Who, what would I be doing if I had didn't have? A we have every tool. <laughs> have every tool. <laughs> um, and then um, you can use other things that have like depth of flavor. So you can do anchovies when you're doing sauces and dressings. You can do mm-hmm. um, soy sauces. I don't know how or soy sauce. You could can you do soy and that kind of stuff. Like yep. soy sauce will get you by, mirin, rice, um, it's like a rice wine will get you by. Mm-hmm. So it's all things, and those are all things that you could kind of just sprinkle at the end. It doesn't have yeah. to be a big thing. Um, I would also say like any soups or sauces, if you feel like they're kind of bland, adding a dash of white wine will just lift them right up. And in my experience, it same with a uh, tomato sauce, it doesn't matter the white wine. Like I've used some Riesling that I had in my fridge. I personally don't like Riesling. Mm-hmm. Um, or I've used something that's drier, like a Pinot Grigio or something. doesn't matter. It all works. So okay. it's also kind of a nice way, like if you open up a bottle of white wine that you don't love to just cook with it. Right. Um, that's a great way to get by. Also vinegars. So like um, balsamic vinegar, some really good balsamic vinegar. I love 11 olives balsamic vinegar. Okay. They're local. Um, their balsamic is from out of California, I believe. Um, but I like, I'll do like balsamic vinegar tastings at my in-person cooking classes with it. And I always have those. I always have a bottle of that. They're traditional in my cabinet. It's great. I think it's about 20 to $25 for a bottle, but a little goes a long way. So it'll last me a few months and we go through balsamic vinegar. Um, and then good olive oil. Like olive, I mean, if you're doing a soup and you're like, it's kind of needs a little something, do just a drizzle of good olive oil on top. It'll just lift it right up. And same with vegetables, same with, I mean, I, I make this rice. I've done it with rice and I've done it with, um, with rice noodles. 
Okay. I'll make them and then I'll add in just some good olive oil, a little soy sauce and a little um, toasted sesame oil. And it's so good and layered and buttery and rich and it's like nothing. And then you could finish something like that off with like a little bit of green onions. Oh yeah. Okay. And you're like, oh, this is, this is fancy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I love that you're taking notes, by the way. I'm a teacher. I, I feel you. I mean, I live on notes. <laughs> I love it. I took notes during your cooking class too. And then I realized that you would like put a lot of the notes in the instructions. And I just hadn't like connected it because I was so busy listening and watching you that I, <laughs> I didn't read it. So good. Well, thank you. You're you welcome. Lots of issue kitchen issues. Okay. I want to hear how it goes. I will let you know for sure. Okay. I love it. Thank you so yeah. much for spending the time to come on the podcast. This has been so yeah. fun. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Anytime. Right. Come back. Okay. Let me know how this goes and then we'll work through whatever the next phase of this is. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Erin. You're All amazing. Right. Bye. Bye. We'll end this episode with a brief meditation. So if you're somewhere where you can, drop your eyes closed, please do so. We'll begin as we always do, taking a big inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Pull the shoulders up, back, and down. And then if you can, blink the eyes open and then drop them down again. Take an inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. We'll do a little controlled breath today to the count of six. So we will inhale and I will count and then I'll have you hold your breath just, I would say in a way that feels not like you're holding it, but just kind of like you're containing it for two beats. And then I'll lead you through an exhale to the count of six. So let's take a cleansing breath, inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth, and then we'll inhale through the nose. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold for one, two, and exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold for two, one, inhale. For two, three, four, five, six. Hold. One, two. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Hold. One, two. And then you go ahead for two more rounds of breath. Inhale to the count of six. Hold for two. Exhale for six and hold for two.
Well done. All right, inhale through the nose. And exhale through the mouth. Have a great day. Thank you so much for being with me today. I hope our conversation allows you to take back a bit of your time so you can have more space, more breathing room, more energy. Have a great day.